welcome to Life Curious Women. I'm your host, Ashley Nadine Lopez, a committed lifelong learner. Between focusing on our wellness, careers, and the values important to us, we can sometimes feel overwhelmed or alone in our purposeful journeys to grow. Each week, we will bring you personal development, inspiration, community, and valuable insights as you continue your journey in becoming the best female leader you can be. Welcome, welcome to Life Curious Women, and welcome to those who are joining us for the first time. I'm so glad you found us. We are back this week with a solo episode. I'm really excited to dive into today's episode. But before we dive in, I'd like to get into some housekeeping things. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please make sure to subscribe. If you're brand new, you're probably not subscribed. So go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast player platform so you never miss an episode. The next thing you can do to help support Life Curious Women is leave us a rating and review. Ratings and review really help boost the show. It shows new listeners why they should listen to the show, what you're loving about it, and it gives them an incentive to listen in. It only takes a couple minutes and it's just such a huge boost for the show. The third way you can help support Life Curious Women is by just sharing what you're loving about the show online. You can share one of our posts, you can share a screenshot of you listening to the episode and just tag us at Life Curious Women on Instagram. It's a great way to just spread the word and get more people to tune in to Life Curious Women. We'll make sure to repost and connect with you online as well. And the last thing you can do to stay connected is to sign up for our newsletter. We have a link in our show notes and in our bio on our Instagram. I mostly just share updates on new episodes and share news from Life Curious Women, whether it's about events or the future Life Curious Women membership. All right, let's get into this week's episode. So I have been thinking lately that I really wanted to start a new segment at the top of each episode that's a little fun and just share a little bit of something that I'm loving. So I started to put together a list of things that I want to share with you guys. And this week, I want to share how much I love bedtime stories. I know that sounds silly and funny and weird, but hear me out. I don't typically have issues falling asleep. I'm a pretty easy sleeper, but occasionally I will have trouble getting to bed because of, you know, just working nights and getting home late. And sometimes, you know, on my days off, I get to bed a lot earlier than when I'm working. So sometimes it's a little hard to get to bed. And a couple of years ago, I was a member of the app Headspace. If you don't know what Headspace is, it's a meditation app. They have tons of different types of meditations and courses and things like that on there that you can try and use and learn from. And one of the things they have is like a sleep section where there are bedtime stories, there's nighttime meditations, there's sleep casts, there's all different kinds of things to help you fall asleep. And that's when I first discovered listening to a bedtime story to fall asleep. Obviously, we did this when we were kids, but once you get older, you don't do it anymore. But there's a reason why we do it in the first place, which is to help you relax and get your mind off the day. You do have to pay a membership for Headspace, which I was a member for a while through the pandemic. And and then I decided to just cut some expenses. And so I cut it out. But I have a free resource for you as well if you don't want to pay for the app. But I just have one thing to say about the Headspace 
sleep casts and bedtime stories. They're amazing. They are worth paying for. Uh, there is one particular one that like no matter if I'm like the most wired ever, it will always get me to bed. And it's called Rainy Day Antiques. That thing freaking slaps. I love that bedtime story. It always makes me feel so comforted. And like I never get through the whole thing because it's just like puts me to bed right away. But it's dope. Go check it out if you want to try the app and, and try out a bedtime story. I would definitely recommend that one. But besides that, I started to try to find other resources to utilize. So if you don't have the budget for it right now, there's something else called Insight Timer. It's another app. And it's a meditation app, same as well. But there's tons of free meditations on there. There's some that are paid. A lot of them are donation-based. But on there, they have some bedtime stories as well. And I've been really loving listening to Alice in Wonderland. Again, so silly, but like, honestly, it really helps. I go through each chapter throughout the night, through e throughout each night if I need it. But it's so relaxing. It like totally gets my mind off of my day and puts me somewhere else. And it does exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> and I particularly like, you know, a British accent or something like that to put me to sleep. I don't know why it just like puts me in a different place. But I've been listening to Alice in Wonderland on that app. And it's been so helpful. And there's, I don't remember the woman, but she has you know, individual chapters. So you can listen to chapter one and chapter two the next night if you wanted. I, again, don't usually get through the whole entire chapter because I just fall asleep before then. But I really encourage trying it out if you haven't ever tried it out and you're having trouble sleeping. It is such a great way to put you to bed. So stay tuned to next episode on my next thing that I'm loving. I'm really excited for this week's episode because this is something that I'm really passionate about and it's something that I continuously practice, which is a guide or my guide on taking action on ideas or dreams that you have. Something I realized over the past couple of years is that I am very good about taking action on ideas and things that just come to me through my intuition and through things that just catch my eye, or I guess catch my attention, not my eye. <laughs> but I don't usually feel afraid about taking action on things that pique my curiosity. It's the reason why I call this podcast Life Curious Women, because I just genuinely believe in listening to your intuition, following your curiosity, because those things are not accidents. I personally am following a very non-traditional career path between being an actor and also starting my own podcast, hosting and producing it from scratch with no knowledge on both fronts because I didn't actually study acting in college. So I just had to learn from the ground up just as I had to learn from the ground up with my podcast. So I am here to share my tips and my guide on how to actually Begin action on things that you're thinking about, ideas, dreams, whatever it is that is piquing your interest right now, and how to kind of tune into those things. I think that between social media and just how distracted we are on a day-to-day, -day, we have forgotten to really tune into our intuition, into the things that are piquing our interest, you know, that little, little voice that's like, huh. That might be fun to do X, Y, and Z. It might be fun to go to that restaurant. It might be fun to read that book. 
I might want to start doing X, Y, and Z. That little voice that you kind of listen to and then you ignore it and then you don't actually do it, I think is so important to tune in and actually listen to that voice. Because those messages are not just like by accident. A lot of times it's something that we're meant to listen to because it will guide us towards something we might love. It might be a bridge to something that we might need to learn, whatever it is. It's a indicator of something that we should maybe like try and go for. Especially if you're hearing that little voice over and over again, like if they're like, oh, I'm so interested in this, in painting. And I just don't know how I would start, but I want to start being more creative. And you just can't figure out what it is. Then you're confusing yourself because you're like, your fear is stepping in instead of just going with the idea and just being like, let me just figure out how to take action on this thing. And so I would say that I've really put into practice over the past couple of years how to move through these things and how to set yourself up to actually take action on these ideas, these intuition pings that you're getting. So I have four pieces of advice for you to follow as you are taking action towards an idea, a dream, a little tiny voice in your head, whatever it is, these are my four pieces of advice to follow. And now keep in mind, you might cycle through these four different tips and then have to keep cycling through them as you continue to grow within that idea or that dream. But I think it's a really great framework to keep in mind as you're taking action. All right, the very first step in my guide to taking action on your ideas and dreams is to find expanders. This is something I borrowed from the program To Be Magnetic. To Be Magnetic is a neural manifestation program that is fantastic. They have an online library of different things to work through that is backed by science. They have a podcast that's incredible and I really love it. I'm a member there. If you're interested in learning more, go check them out. We also have an affiliate link. If you're interested in becoming a member, you get 15% off of your membership with the code LIFE. And I would never endorse something that I didn't think actually worked and I didn't believe in. So go check them out if you are remotely interested. But one of their main teachings is finding expanders and expansion around whatever you're trying to manifest or go after or a goal of yours because it gives your brain proof that it's possible. So I really, really believe this. I think that you do have to find expanders. You have to find people that are at the same level of you as you, who has the same background as you possibly, who are doing the things that you want to do in order for your brain to believe that it's possible for you. Now, it doesn't mean that it has to be exactly the way you dream of it, but there has to be some sort of proof that some part of their story is similar to yours or that they're doing something that you want to do and maybe they've felt a certain way about it before they started doing the thing, whatever it is. And I'll give you some examples for myself. The first example is just through acting. I think in the beginning, I really struggled with my decision to become an actor because I didn't study acting in college. I had a lot of imposter syndrome. I felt like I was an outsider. I felt like I didn't actually know what I was doing. And it really held me back, that fear. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I didn't find expanders. I didn't find other people who were actors who didn't study it in college. Like a lot of the people I knew were from college who studied acting. 
And so I didn't have proof to myself that like this was a career that was possible for me. But as time went on, I found more and more expanders. I found more and more actors who didn't study acting. One of my expanders was a teacher of mine who was an, uh, a teacher at a school that I went to. And she did not study acting in college. And she was successful. She was a teacher. I enjoyed learning from her. To this day, I'm still a very good friend of hers and still take class with her, still coach with her. And she was a big expander for me because I realized like, wait, not everyone who goes to college for it, one, pursues acting, but two, is successful in it. And three, not every, not everyone who's an actor who's successful, trained, you know, in undergrad or at a giant conservatory and have been able to find success in this career. So throughout those years, I really had to find that in order to build my own confidence that I could actually do this career. And eventually it did take a switch for me where finally I was like, no. I belong here. I've done the work. And just because I didn't train in this in undergrad doesn't mean that like I can't pursue this career. And I'm sure there are a lot of other people in other industries that feel very similarly. So I think it's important to find those people. I would say the second expander situation for me was with the podcast. I had no idea how to do a podcast before I started this podcast. And one of the people that really expanded for me who is actually an actor as well. She hosts a podcast called One Broke Actress. And I just like am obsessed with the work that she's doing. She's an actor, but she also hosts a podcast and then has now created a podcast production company. But she was an expander for me because she was an actor who started a podcast. And also she started from the ground up. Like she talks about how she literally recorded podcast episodes on her phone in her closet right at the start. So like she didn't know what she was doing from the beginning. And so she was another big expander for me to feel like I could take a leap on this idea, on this dream of mine. And so those were really like pivotal for me to feel like I could take action in this direction. Here are a couple ways that you can find expanders, expand your horizons, one is social media. Social media is a really great way to find people that maybe you wouldn't normally find in your everyday life. You can find, you know, content creators, influencers, famous people maybe even who can expand your reality. Let's say you're trying to change careers and you don't have expanders around someone who's going from a corporate career to an entrepreneurial setting or someone who went from you know, a super corporate thing to something that's more creative, whatever. And you're trying to find expanders around that. You're trying to find proof so that you're able to feel the confidence to move forward in that direction. Social media is a great place to find people like that. I would say the second way is professional spaces. So actually networking in person, um, going to different events, doing it at work, talking about the ideas that you have, being like, you know, kind of been wanting to be more creative or I've kind of been wanting to take a class in this or I want to start a podcast or I want to do blah, blah, blah. So talking about it because there might be people around you that are like, oh, I want to start doing that or I started doing that or I made a career change and did blah, blah, blah. So finding those professional spaces to network in and talk about these things. The last piece of advice is just finding similar brands or ideas and then finding people that are behind those ideas. So if let's say you really like a particular brand and you don't really know why you're drawn to it, you're just drawn to it. And then you're like, hmm, let me go and see who founded it, 
who's the founder you might discover that like oh that person came from corporate and changed their career or like whatever or maybe you are wanting to be more creative and you're like eyeing a particular class or a school or a place where you can go draw and paint like going and being like who are members there who are the people who created it maybe they came from a different background or maybe the other way around maybe you are a creative and you want to get into the corporate setting and looking at those brands and and figuring out like oh like i like these brands i like that idea i like that podcast i like blah 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 let me go and find out who is behind that because maybe you'll find that they have a similar story to yours all right my next tip in this guide is to get educated start researching your idea this is more proof for you to feel confident to take action. When I decided to pursue acting full time, I really needed to get education under my belt. So I started reading books. I started reading articles. I started to talk to people. I started to get on set and ask other actors what they were reading, how they learned certain things, where they were taking classes. I really just started to follow my curiosity and dive into all of these different ideas and educational pieces to get a sense of where to go next and how to move forward and what I need to work on. It's a really good tool to feel more confident as you move forward because the more you know, the more confident you'll feel. Honestly, use every resource you can, you know, going online, podcasts, books, again, doing, utilizing those professional spaces and events to ask questions, to learn more about whatever it is that you are dreaming of. If it is a career change, if it is a, a hobby that you want to start, if it is a small business that you want to start, then going ahead and just finding as much as you possibly can. I would say if you are confident in the direction that you're going in, if you're feeling more confident, going ahead and investing in a course even to utilize the knowledge in there to make you feel even more confident, you know? Even using a free resource like YouTube is a great way to educate yourself. It's a great way to find out more um, and, and know if this is even for you, if this path is even for you. And this could be, again, anything from like a hobby to a business to a career change. These are all really great resources for you to gain the confidence and the knowledge to move forward. For me personally, I really like investing in courses and in coaches to help me move forward. For me, when I started my podcast, I bought a course, like I mentioned. The course really, really helped me feel prepared to start a podcast. And it wasn't a huge investment. It was a small investment. And it was worth it for me because it really helped build the foundation of what Life Curious Women is today. I think coaching is another really, really great resource. Again, if you feel confident, if you have the funds to invest in this hobby, this idea, this dream, go for it. I think it's worth it for me. I got to a point in my acting career where I felt like I had hit a wall and I sought out coaching and I found a business coach who has completely changed the trajectory of my careers, really helped me educate myself and hold myself accountable and move forward in my acting career. And so I think investing in coaches is like huge. It's such a great resource. I think even another example for me is last year after three years of you know, being on an antidepressant and gaining a lot of weight as a result, I was feeling not healthy. I wasn't feeling good in my body and I really just didn't know what to do. I felt like kind of lost. 
And I invested in some coaching. I invested in working with an online personal trainer and nutritionist, and it's completely changed my wellness. I feel a thousand times better, and it's really revolutionized how I feel on a day-to-day all by just investing in some coaching. And I just think there's so much value behind investing in yourself, investing in the ideas that you have, because it will get you further. All right. The next thing is focusing on one step at a time. I'm bad at this. (laughs) I am someone that looks at the bigger picture. I just don't know how to just look right in front of me and focus on what's right in front of me. I get overwhelmed and I'm like, ah, I have so much to do. And so my biggest advice is to just focus on one step at a time. So yeah, Looking at the end goal and the bigger picture is helpful, but if you're constantly focused on that, it's holding you back from working towards that idea or goal. Oftentimes, that's the biggest hurdle behind why we don't even get started on these intuition pings, on these ideas, on these dreams, because we're like, whoa, that seems scary and big, and I don't even know where to begin. So break it down, like super down, down to like the tiniest step that you can take. If that means like, you know what? I'm so overwhelmed. Like I do need to hire a coach or I need to buy a course. What's the first step you can do towards that? Is it saving money? Is it putting aside some money every week? Or is it researching what courses and coaches are out there for you? Take that first step, break it down to the tiniest step. If that first step is too big, break it down even further and just focus on getting one foot in front of the other. Along with this tip. I think keeping yourself accountable is really important because we can kind of get lost, especially if it's something that we're just doing on our own. If it's a habit we're doing on our own, if it's a career change we're just doing on our own, or you know, we're starting a project, let's say. Keeping yourself accountable is something that's going to keep you on track. So that means either doing it on your own if you're good at that, if you're good on like making your own deadlines and meeting them, or finding a buddy who will help you stay accountable. I know for me, I need accountability. I need someone holding me accountable. It's the reason why coaches work so well for me between my business coach who's helped me with my acting career and with my trainer and nutritionist coach. Both have provided me the accountability I need in order for me to not only take in the information I'm learning from them, but also follow through on those actions. All right. The last piece of taking action on your dreams, on your ideas, on whatever it is that is piquing your interest right now is to just do it. Just do it. Once you've followed a couple of these steps, you've gotten the confidence to take the first step, just get it started. Start before you have 100% of everything figured out. Sometimes you just need to get the ball rolling in order to figure out which steps you need to return to. You know, obviously, this isn't a foolproof program. And if you're like, I'm going to do one, two, and three, and I'll be ready. Like, there might be times where you're like, you might find expanders. You might find, you know, the education you need and feel like you know enough. You might focus on one step at a time and then get stuck because you're like, but I need to be 100% prepared to do the next step. And that's just not true. You need to have enough prepared where you know enough, where you're financially secure, where you have the confidence to move forward, but you don't need to figure out every single detail before you just do it. And 
just doing it might be a good thing because like I said, it might just give you an idea of where you need to go back and learn more about. So you might get the ball rolling and you might be like, I need more education around this or I need more expansion around this. I need to network a little bit more. I need to meet more people doing this. I maybe need to pull it back and figure out my my sequence of steps by just not jumping to the next step that I think I need to do. Maybe I need to, again, focus on one step at a time and break it down further. Whatever it is, you might realize that by just getting started. And maybe you won't know that until you start. Even if it is as simple as starting a habit like working out or eating well, you might start doing it and be like, I don't actually know how to do these exercises or I don't really know much about nutrition. I need help with this. Okay, let's move it back to the education piece and find someone that might help me or find a course that might help me. So sometimes you need to just get that ball rolling to really understand where the holes are. And something that really cool that happens once you do start taking this action, once you do start just doing it, is you might become your own expander. Like you might expand yourself because you might be three months in of painting or doing your career change and networking and trying to apply to other jobs. Or maybe you got another job already and made the career change. And you might already be in that momentum of creating these things for yourself. And then you might be your own expander because you can look back and be like, oh, like, Three months ago, I had no idea what I was doing. And even though maybe I haven't accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, I'm so much further than I was. And you can become your own expander, which is just so crazy. <laughs> this will encourage you to move forward, to continue forward, because you kind of like motivate yourself by being like, wait, I did it. I was in that place and I didn't know what I was doing. And now I know a lot more than I did before. And I might not be in, in that dream career or I might not be the best painter ever or I might not be consistent about my creative habits. I might not be going to the gym all the time or I might not be seeing the results I need, but I'm a lot further than I was before. And that's really cool. And that's awesome that I was able to do that. That means that I probably in three months could be even further than where I am now. So that's something really beautiful that can happen from just doing it, from just taking the action. And like I mentioned, all of these steps, you're going to keep cycling through them as you continue through this idea, through this dream. You're going to keep cycling through them. You're going to maybe be well into your painting journey or well into your new career and be like, I don't know enough about this next step that I want to take. Suddenly that dream expands to a bigger dream and you're like, I don't know how to get there. All right, let's go back through. Let's maybe find people that have done this. Let's find more people that are in my network. Find a course, find this. You might continue to keep cycling through the life cycle of your dream or your idea. And that's wonderful. That means you're staying open. That means you're staying curious. That means you're open to growth. And that should happen. So that's something to keep in mind as you move forward through each of these things. I know for me, this is something that rings true all the time. I've been doing the podcast for a year and a half now. And there are things that pop up all the time that I'm like, I need to learn more about this thing. Like I need to learn more about ads. I need to learn more about monetization. I need to learn more about podcast growth. I need to network more. I need to find more podcast friends. Like 
acting's the same way. I need to find more actor friends. I need more actor friends that maybe, you know, I'm going through the process right now of auditioning and pitching myself to agents. And I'm like, I need to find actors that are have multiple agents because I don't know how to navigate that. And so there's always going to be these moments of like going back through this guide and, and repeating these steps as you continue to grow. All right, that is my guide for taking action on your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, please make sure to share it with someone you think might enjoy it. I'm excited you guys joined us this week, and I will talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Life Curious Women. If you'd like to stay connected, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player platform, We are consistently growing the show, and if you'd like to help in that, take a couple minutes to leave us a rating and review. It helps boost the podcast and show new listeners what you love about the podcast so that they will listen in too. If you think someone could benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them or share it on social media and make sure to tag us at Life Curious Women. And lastly, one of the best ways you can stay connected is by signing up for our newsletter so that you get information on new episodes, updates with Life Curious Women events, and lastly, any updates with the Life Curious Women membership coming soon. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay Life Curious.